Shalom and welcome to another joint podcast from Jewish Boston and Israel 360. I'm Miriam Manzavin and I'm here with my co-host Dan Seligson. Hey Dan. Hi Miriam. Today we're going to be talking with Barry Schrag, who has been head of Combined Jewish Philanthropies, Boston's Jewish Federation, for more than three decades. He's considered one of our foremost Jewish leaders, building strong support for Israel, promoting inclusion of religious and non-religious Jews, interfaith families, the LGBTQAI plus community, people with disabilities, and reaching out to people of all faiths to work towards social justice. He's a tireless champion of Jewish education and bridge building. Oh, and by the way, he raises money. In fact, he's raised more than a billion dollars during his time here at CJP. At the end of June, Barry is going to walk through the doors one last time as president of CJP and probably immediately head over to Brandeis University. There, he's going to serve as professor of the practice at Hornstein Jewish Professional Leadership Program. He will also lead the Initiative for Jewish Identity at the Cohen Center for Modern Jewish Studies, also at Brandeis. There, he'll work with Professor Leonard Sachs, among others, to, quote, share cutting-edge research on studies addressing pressing issues for the Jewish community. He might also chill a little, write his book, and sleep in, possibly as late as 4.30 a.m. We caught up with Barry in the midst of his transition at CJP to hear more about his three decades here, his favorite memories, and the next stage of his career. Welcome to the podcast. I love being on the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Barry, we've heard some rumors that you're leaving CJP. Can you confirm or deny? Uh, I definitely confirm that I am, because otherwise all those parties would have been a real waste of time. So I, I got right now I gotta be I gotta be gone. In fact, there's a, as they put up a, a, one of the posters near one of the a beautiful actually posters near the Myracraft boardroom. It's a quote from me, and it says, Barry Schrag, uh, uh, President CJP, uh, 1987 to 2018. That means I am gone. So you, so you have to leave now. I have to leave. It says so. <laughs> we, we could change the paint, but uh, no. Okay, I get it. I get no, no, it. no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is obviously a big deal for, for us, the employees, and for CJP, um, and for you. So what's the plan going forward for you? I've been extremely fortunate because Ron Leibowitz, the new president of Brandeis, um, when he found out I was leaving CJP, asked me what I wanted to do, and I said I'd love to work at Brandeis, and he said, great, let's do it. And um, uh, we worked out all the details. I'll be teaching at the Hornstein program, and I'll be doing research on Jewish identity at the Cohen Center for Modern Jewish Studies. And I look forward to a lot of interesting times following up on ideas that I've always loved and been interested in and teaching at, the, at Hornstein, especially on issues of leadership and identity. I've got a lot of books that I've read that I'm going to just torture those uh, students with and make sure they read every single one of them. And I should, it, should be, it should be fun. Yeah. So we'd like to look back for, for a little bit at some of the things that have meant a lot to you and obviously to Boston Jewish, Jewish community, uh, Boston Haifa, Deneb, Maya, IACT, Claffy, the list goes on. What do you think were CJP's most significant accomplishments during your time here? Uh, I think reinventing our relationship with uh, charity in Israel, making direct people-to-people relationships a priority, 
It's now so clear as the entire American Jewish community talks about the, the, their fear that American Jews and Israelis are being alienated from each other. How great is it that we started working um, over 30 years ago uh, to create uh, special relationships that whatever we did to be helpful to Israel also strengthened direct relationships between people. So in Boston, we now have thousands and thousands and thousands of close relationships between Boston uh, and Boston Jews and Haifa Jews to reinforce the love that we have for each other. So Barry, since the time I, I've been here for seven years, and I think you go to Israel between, I don't know, five and eight times a year, do, do you know how many times you've been since you've been president of CJP? I think it's probably on average, maybe between three and four. All right. So maybe I'm just trying to reach you, and they say, "Oh, he's in Israel." Right? No, no, no. I, I'm definitely. That's what I tell them to say to you. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> but you know, but and also half the time, you know, you're telling me that I've got to do a podcast from Israel, which is, I'm happy to do that as well. <laughs> no, but it's bigger, like three and a half times a year, and I've been here for 31 years. So uh, looking at 100, I think just about 100. Y- yeah, and I'm then not so good before at that, I. But. Uh, yeah, that's while I've been at CJP, and then before that, of course, I was to Israel 30 or 40 times. So I like to say that I've probably been to Israel about 120 times. And you're the honorary mayor of Haifa. Any no, other, no, no, any no, other, no, 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 no. The mayor the would be so angry to hear right. you say that. No, Damn, I can't I'm believe an he honorary said that. citizen. Of honorary Haifa. citizen, okay. All right. Right, I'd rather leave the service to him, and I can just <laughs> go and be a citizen. <laughs> so uh, of these 100 or so trips, is there one that really stands out as, as the most memorable? I know you... You have a tendency to hop on the plane uh, at a moment's notice when Israel is under fire, let's say. But are there are there any particular trips, either for good reasons or for difficult reasons, that that stand out? Um, I think that they're difficult and they're good. I mean, it's it's difficult to be there when there's when there's trouble. Um, the first time we did that was. Um, the first Gulf War when Israel was being hit by Scud missiles from Iraq, and we were issued a gas mask when we came. We came to the uh, airport because they were afraid that the Scuds would be carrying gas. It was. I felt it was important to be there, and I, I think that it was appreciated by the people who were there. And that was. It's. It's always to feel like you're a little bit more part of Israeli society and that you can share the bad times as well as the good times with them. For me, that's very uh, inspirational. I remember a a mission where we took 300 people and it was during one of the most terrible parts of the Intifada. It was, people were worried, I mean, buses were blowing up all over the place. Mm -hmm. And um, we, because of the insight of our board, we actually miraculously took 300 people on a national mission. And I think that all the other communities in America combined didn't didn't do 100. Um, so we, I was very proud to be there with all those folks from Boston, and Myra Craft was the chair, which was a beautiful moment uh, also. So um, those are very, those are very special, very special moments. It was beautiful to be in Haifa uh, when they made me an honorary citizen. You feel a lot of love. Um, it's not just a lot of love for me; it's a lot of love for our Boston Jewish community. So many people have worked so hard to make that a strong relationship. So that's just a beautiful uh, moment as well. And so many times that we went there with uh, important uh, people who were just beginning to become interested in CJP uh, and in Israel and to see them transformed by an Israel experience is just a tremendous thing. Israel has that impact and it will continue to have that impact.
So, Barry, we know you love books. Dan and I also love books. Let's say you had to recommend three or four books that people absolutely had to read to get a basic understanding of Jewish peoplehood and Jewish values, but only three or four. Um, what do you recommend? So I would, I'd, I'd recommend Rabbi Sachs's book, A Letter in the Scroll. I'd recommend uh, Danny Gordis's book, uh, a, a Brief History of uh, Israel. That's a great one. I'd recommend, I'd recommend Future Tense by Jonathan Sachs. That's that's really uh, that's really a good that's a good kind of overview of what's happening now to world jewelry. I think that, but there are other favorites that are not exactly the place where you you know might learn about what it means to be a Jew. But I think understanding Jewish identity. It's a very funny, edgy book called John Lennon and the Jews, which I really think is important. Um, you have to pour through certain parts that might be a little not difficult to understand, but but also very interesting philosophically about what Jewish identity means, what identity means, uh, the debate between particularity and universalism, um, uh, uh, interesting philosophical reflections on rationality, which he doesn't like too much, um, and uh, just a, just overall just uh, uh, terrific. I think it's very well, it's, it's very worth reading Man's Search for Meaning which has got insights into the Holocaust, but also into the meaning of life by Viktor Frankl, who was an inmate in a concentration camp himself. Um, that's one that I like, to, I like to recommend as well. Or to understand the dynamics of community, I think Habits of the Heart is a very important book. My poor students are gonna have to read all of them, of course, but uh, it, it should be, it should, th th those, are, those are very influential, important books. But you're probably gonna be an easy grader, right? If they read the books, and you have a good talk, they'll get a decent grade. Future I, Brandeis <laughs> students, pay attention. I, Barry Schrake's class. I, I, you know, my, my problem always is, is that not, it's not a problem, it's great. I mean, I, 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 have, I really have affection for all the people I work with, and I'm sure that, that I'll be interested in the struggles that the students have. And I think, you know, being a, a great leader is really about learning what you can from people. And um, I'm sure that they're going to be anxious to learn, and I'm anxious to find out about them. So you've talked a little bit about uh, your, you mentioned your research that you're going to be doing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're, what you're going to be researching exactly and what classes you're going to teach? I'm going to teach one class a semester at Hornstein. And uh, although we haven't really, that hasn't all been cleared, but the, the, my intention is to teach a class on Jewish leadership and identity and the relationship between leadership and identity, um, but also to use all the experience I have and the, not just the successes, but the failures, uh, you know, to talk about what it means to be a Jewish leader. And also for me to be able to convey what fun it's been, whether you, whether you can call me a leader or not, what, what fun it's been to be part of the Jewish community and to be able to participate at the leading edge of Jewish history in this great, important, interesting era in Jewish history was, I'd like to convey that to the students. So uh, students wake up late. You wake up early. I'm wondering, I, I want to talk about your new routine. Do you still plan on emailing very early in the morning? I do look forward to waking up to see that someone has woken up before me. I wake up really early too, but someone has woken up before me and has written an email. Do you plan on keeping that schedule? You know what? It's like my life as I know it is over. <laughs> I mean, it's over. I mean, you know, the, this this way of life 
this is, you know, this, this is not just a job. This is a way of life, you know, and it, and it dictates its own being here, dictates its own schedule. In other words, you know, I'm meeting with people all day. If I'm going to be writing anything, I'm going to be writing it, you know, at four o'clock in the morning. Um, and that's, that's, that's the way it is. And I love it and it's great. But, um, you know, my schedule is completely dictated by the reality that I face. So I, I, I'll... You know, 7.30 in the morning, I'll have an appointment someplace, and then probably another one at 8.30. Uh, then I'll come in for a meeting of some kind, and then I'll have another meeting over lunch, another meeting or, or usually meeting with a donor over lunch as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's taken up. It's heavily scheduled. It's something that I'm used to. But, um, and of course, thank God, you know, I have Cookie to make sure that everything, my assistant to make sure that it works. And she's, and she's coming with, with me to Brandeis yeah, so that there will be continuity there. But fundamentally, they're, they're, I'll be deciding who I want to meet and when I want to meet them and stuff like that. And definitely, I have to get to know a lot of the faculty who are terrific and I can learn a lot from. And at the same time, keep the doors open to so many other. When I, while I was in Israel, uh, some folks recommended a bunch of new books that really have, that are not specifically Jewish books at all, but they're about uh, what motive Kahneman writes about, you know, what motivates people. I've never read his stuff really, but I, I need to now I, because they're saying that it has some uh, relationship and stuff that's not directly Jewish that I have to reread like Habits of the Heart or like, uh, or, or like Man's Search for Meaning, which I think can have a lot of relevance to the stuff that, the, that I'm doing and also to the basic issue of Jewish identity. So, you know, learning about that and testing ideas. And when I was in Israel, I met with the people from Birthright to see how the work that we do here will learn, will relate to the stuff that they do there and how we can work better together. And so I'm in the middle of all that. And, and uh, but I don't know how it's going to work. So your, your schedule has to date been crazy. It's not 24-7, but it's like... Uh Nineteen six, I would say. Yeah, and might free up some time to finish that book you've been working on for about a decade, right? A little more, maybe, than a decade. Yeah, definitely, definitely. My uh, uh, my uh, attempt at writing has already outlived my publisher. I mean, like he's alive, <laughs> thank God, but he sold the company. <laughs> so uh, I'll have to find a new publisher, or or just uh, sell it as a blog, or give it away because that's all it'll be worth. But but I've been working on it for a long time, and some of the ideas are good, and some of them have to be completely rewritten. But that will be fun too. I have to get over my writer's block. That's that's for sure. Well, you'll have some brain space, right? If you don't have a meeting, you know, every hour for. Yeah, you nine know, I tried hours this for a summer when we was, when I was in Israel on a sabbatical. And I tried, I did sort of write every day, but I didn't exactly maintain total focus. That's when a lot of it was written. We'll see. Yeah, so uh, I'm also a little bit concerned about Johnny's. They need you. Uh, I would say- You, if you still have, need them. If you have stock in Johnny's, I, I would see that there could be a decline oh, in, in the, uh, you know, because, you know, really, I, you know, instead of being there four times a week, I might only be there twice a week. And then God knows what role the faculty club at Brandeis will play in my life. So mm. who knows? They can but special I still order Johnny's. what you need, I'm sure. From Johnny's, yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. What do you want us to remember about your style of leadership and your approach to solving complex problems in our community? First thing to do, I think, is to be curious about what's happening and what's happening next. Um, I'd like to be remembered as a person who, 
you know, took on problems and tried to think them through, even if we didn't find solutions. At least we tried to find solutions and we were worried about what the problems were. We tried not to avoid them or ignore them. Um, and I, I'd like to be, well, mostly I just like to be remembered as a person who deeply loved the Jewish people and the Jewish community and who deeply appreciates the opportunity to have been here and who have done this work. I'd like to be, you know, remembered as a person who cared about the staff and deeply appreciates how much honor and respect the staff deserves for everything that they've done. And I'd like to continue to know that the volunteers and the leaders of the community appreciate our staff, which I think they do. I think there's there's status attached to being part of a staff that most people think are doing great things. So what advice do you have for Mark Baker, who will become CJP's CEO in July? What kind of questions is he asking you, and have you told Johnny's about him? Yeah, well, number one, I don't think that Mark's going to need a lot of advice. He's brilliant, and he knows the community as well as I do in many ways. Uh, he's deeply committed to all the things that I'm committed to, uh, but he'll be able to take them further or think of them in brand new ways. So. Um, I think that he's got to trust his instinct, uh, but also trust trust the staff, because the staff um, uh, knows a lot about how this place works and they make it work. Um, I've never hesitated to talk to our board leadership and get their ideas, and they've always been brilliant and terrific, so stay close to them. And um, uh, we've got great resources in place. We've got a great leader coming in. I've got no doubt that he'll work his way uh, through it um, as the brilliant person he's always been in this community. As your last day here approaches, it's an emotional time for us, the staff, and we know you're an emotional guy too. When you walk uh, through that door as president of CJP for the last time, what do you expect you'll be feeling? Nauseous. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it, it's not, it's, um, as I said, it, you know, I'm very excited about the future, but it's also the end of life as I know it in this particular yeah. way. And to not be, you know, walking down the halls and saying hi to all the people who I love and who are great and all that. And that's, there's a, excited as I am about the future and as happy as I am that I made the choice that I made because the, the future needs to be uh, different and exciting and, and all that. but. It's, uh, you can't be in a place for 31 years and have relationships and friends and a certain way of doing business and then, and then leave it without being ambivalent. I mean, you just, uh, you just have to be. And um, so it, it's, uh, if I'm not crying on the outside, I'll be crying on the inside. <laughs> so that's amazing, I mean, it's weird. It's, you know, to be so happy about having the opportunity to leave at a high point in the history of our federation and feel good about it and feel good about having a great job to go to and doing new and exciting things and continuing to go to Israel and on and on and on and on. But there's something, something breaks inside of you when you leave something like this. Yeah. And inside that's probably of us too, more than you needed to hear. But <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I mean you know, what we're feeling too. The staff is going through. Yeah, we're you know, going through some issue. stuff. We'll all be nauseated on your last day, I think, yeah. as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a we'll <laughs> hand out bags to people as they come in. Yeah. Uh, so we have a couple of a couple of kind of uh, rapid fire questions we want to throw at you, which we call our speed round. And I want to start by um, talking about the Purim cart, which is a 
I don't know how many years it's been part of CJP history, but well, at least ten vital, and, legendary piece. Yeah, the legendary Purim cart uh, and the costume and all that. Is there a handoff plan? Well, you know, I got this from Martin Abramowitz. He used to do, do it. I mean, he left. I don't know, ten, twelve years ago, maybe, maybe more. Uh, he actually, you think that I did it well? I mean. He, he got he he dressed up as a woman to uh, make the rounds with the uh, cart, as you're supposed to on Pora. That's very traditional. Yeah. Yeah. It's very traditional, uh, and I couldn't I couldn't match that. Um, but I added. I think he had he already had the booze. He had it's a tr- tradition it goes it goes way back. But I, I think it would be um, um, arrogant of me to make the choice. This is this is Mark's choice. It's it's Mark's choice to you know uh, to decide whether uh, whether he wants this to be you know he came from a high school maybe he thinks it's illegal <laughs> to, to to do it uh, he said you know well, you got to make sure that everybody's of legal age and everything and you, you know usually I didn't really think too much uh, about that I'm pretty and, sure uh, we got that d- covered. does he have to do a shot on floors let's say three through three through nine that's seven shots well I don't think it's a law. No, it's not a law. Is it a tradition? I guess. Well, it's been my tradition. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to. You know, you can take a sip. You don't have to down the whole uh, shot. Mark, you don't have to down the whole shot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can just. You know. You can. It's like on. You know, Pesach. You don't have to drink the entire cup of wine. You know. You can. Yeah. Symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. So we know you love music, and you like to help other people understand ideas through lyrics. Uh, do you have a song stuck in your head right now? And if so, what is it? Well, you know, there are a couple of songs that I like to, you know, use or think about. Or, uh, you know, I love Dylan's song, The Times They Are A-Changin', yeah. and The Times They Always Are A-Changin'. So that's, uh, I, I love that, I love that song. Um, uh I always use as a teaching moment a song from the show South Pacific, which is um, you've got to have a dream. Mm. So uh, you got to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, how are you going to make a dream come true? So um, uh, uh, um, part of my advice to Mark is to have a great dream and to and to make that dream come true. So that's another song that I really uh, that I really love. Um, it's kind of going through my mind now. So this is a question that uh, a colleague of mine asked, and I never thought about it before, but what is Barry short for? What's your full name? That's it. It's Barry. <laughs> yeah, it's Barry. <laughs> Barry right there on the passport, Barry on the birth certificate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually, you know, uh, it w- it's a, a lot of names are time-bound. So people were naming their kids Barry when I was named Barry. So it's Barry. That's a very well, easy I learned answer. something. All right, that's fascinating. <laughs> so and I don't think Bar- I think all Barrys are. They're just Barrys. You don't think There's it's no Bertrand Bartholomew. Or no, no, no. Bartholomew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Barry what name. is a very. I was ninety percent sure. I think Barry. I think Barry is a very good Irish name. I yeah. think is what it is. <laughs> and your Hebrew name, we also were wondering. Do you know that? No, oh, I my, probably should. Right. My Hebrew name is Pesach. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know Dan, that. Dan, what's your Hebrew name? Is it Moshe. still Dan? What? Okay, this makes no sense. My Hebrew name is Miriam because my real name is Miriam. Listen, yeah. I don't, maybe my parents <laughs> had no idea what they were doing, but uh, my because Hebrew Daniel name is... Because Daniel is already a Hebrew name. It's Moshe Ben Moshe. Oh. 
Okay. Moshe. Moshe Ben Moshe. That's a little unusual, but right. Moshe Ben Moshe. Okay. Yeah. I've said this to rabbis before when I've had an Are they also And they look at me like, are you nuts? But that's exactly what my parents told me, so I'm (laughs) I'm sticking with it. Wait, your father's name is? His Hebrew name is Moshe. And they went with Moshe for you. He named me after a, a living person, him, so it's Moshe Ben Moshe. Okay. And every member of my family has a middle initial M, uh, an M name for their middle name. My middle name is Matthew, Moshe. I'm just going to call you Menachem Mendel. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll make <laughs> my people happy. Yes. That's your call? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so how, if we want to keep in touch with you, how will people be able to reach you? Easy. Just uh, um, my cell phone number will stay the same, and uh, my email. I don't have a Brandeis email yet, but I'll still have my. And you'll still have your Twitter. And I'll. St- well, I don't Maybe. even see. Got to <gasps> think about this. Oh. I can't continue to use the same Twitter account. Absolutely, you can. Of course, Why? you can. It's it, yours because personal. Because it's a person's Twitter. It's not CJP's Twitter. No, but Twitter. it says CJP something on it, doesn't it? Say CJP is yeah, not responsible for what we'll, we'll this work bum on it. has I, to I say. We'll look into this for you. <laughs> no problem. With the with the Twitter account. Now that I'm actually not even part of the CJP staff, it's gonna, it should say something like, we want to be have absolute clarity. We have nothing to do with this guy or his <laughs> Yeah, tweets. we'll put all kinds of disclaimers yeah, on. You yeah, can yeah. say whatever yeah. you want. You yeah. can yeah. go yeah. full Trump full, on it, whatever you want. No. Full Roseanne, Class whatever you want to do. Class for Shalom. <laughs> so, Barry, thank you so much for taking time out of your this super busy, busy schedule to talk to us. Uh, listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, and follow at Jewish Boston and at Israel360 on social media. Barry Lahitraot. Lahitraot. Thank you so much. It's been great working with you. Just great, really. Both Thank you. It's Thank been you, an Barry. honor. My honor. Our honor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>